Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I feel like I'm such a physical reader. Like I'll cry, I'll laugh out loud, I'll I'll giggle, <laughs> I'll just I'll I'll, I'll get put on like such a smile on my face reading something. It's like, what? Who are you talking to? I'm not talking. I'm just reading. <laughs> hey, it's Anisha. And this is Atifa, and we are the AMPM Bibliophiles. Welcome back. Uh, this week's going to be a little bit different. It is our 10th episode special. We're actually not discussing a book. Instead, we're doing a little Q&A for you listeners to kind of understand kind of how this podcast started and get a, you know, a little bit to know us and get an idea of how we met and you know the whole ham sandwich or chicken sandwich you know or no no meat sandwich it can just be veggie sandwich whatever sandwich you like <laughs> I love it I love it I love you Anisha keep going you're doing great sweetie <laughs> okay so first question why did we start this podcast yeah um good question and I think it kind of relates to the how we met question also in in some way so let's merge those two into one um anisha and i met when we were both studying abroad um in the uk in 2019 i was the uk was so much fun like i met atifa through another friend she was like you, you you i know this girl i went to school with her you'll really like her and i was like oh, okay met atifa and i was like oh, she's awesome and i felt like i scared her because i'm <laughs> obviously American and loud and just energetic. And when she met me at the time, I was like on a super 10 out of 10 high energy of just, I love being in the UK. I love everything that is England. I'm just so happy to be away from my own country. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, we had a, we had a fun time, especially traveling. I mean, like guys, we, we trained around Europe and we had the legit like you know in the movies when you see people chatting on a train reading a book eating chips or whatever food that makes you feel bougie I don't know <laughs> um, we, we did that we did that it was pretty fun play cards and uh, it was like it was such a great time 2019 was a highlight we met and we kind of we traveled together and we got to know each other and we both found out that we have like a love of books and then kind of I guess what happened is we we both went home to our respective homes and then 2020 hit and the world was in absolute chaos and we kind of rekindled our love of books during that time we began along with another friend of ours a little book club to keep ourselves sane and to keep ourselves talking um, and keeping the friendship going so that's how we met and how the whole book club thing started why did we create a podcast out of that anisha i'll let you i'll let you answer yeah how we started this podcast i think I was the one who was kind of like, you know, it'd be fun if we just recorded our conversations because they're pretty golden. We we kind of just have fun talking and we we kind of touch on some really cool stuff and, you know, it just goes on and on. And we thought, why not record it and, you know, make it a podcast, you know, it'd be fun. And then hopefully down the line, invite other people on the podcast to kind of see our chaoticness and <laughs> our us just having fun. I mean, at the end of the day, this this podcast is just about us having fun talking about books that we read. Yeah. So I guess out of that, I want to ask then what are our hopes for the future? I think there's a secret mission in there. Like we just want to become friends with people. <laughs> Yeah. Who we just want to make friends guys <laughs> we're lonely, lonely right now you know with covid you know we're at home just stuck in our rooms wearing sweats all day 
<laughs> I know I'm adding it myself. Do you um, have any, any other kind of hopes for us? I love to finish our first season, which should be 20 episodes and kind of just look at it from like, you know, like, oh my gosh, we recorded 20 episodes that are published and kind of explore different things. Maybe like do like themed books that we read, for instance, like, I don't know, like, let's say January next year or something. We do books that are about the ocean, like themed about the ocean in any different genre. It just has to have the ocean as a theme in it so that'd be fun or just something along those lines or doing books recommended by a celebrity just like fun themes and trying to be more interactive to what other people are reading or find inspiration to read from but what about you Atifa what, what do you kind of have hopes for yeah Anisha is the big picture person <laughs> out of our <laughs> duo I honestly, I, when I started this, I didn't even think about the future and, until we kind of started talking about, oh, what could this be? Like, we were talking about maybe even having authors come on to the podcast, and that would be so special to kind of talk to the other side of the book, yeah. which is the author, essentially. So cool. Um, like, just to ask them, like, what was your inspiration? Like, did you have a nightmare? Did you watch something? Were you people <laughs> watching? Because I feel like sometimes you get, like, best inspiration to write something from watching other people or having a bizarro dream where you're like that's weird and twisted let me write that down <laughs> you know like I think Stephen King was inspired to write Pet Cemetery, or it was it I mean guys quote like completely disregard me if I'm wrong but I think he is inspired either for those two books by a nightmare that like traumatized him and he was like this seemed interesting it scared me let me write that down but yeah I, I think it'd be so cool to interview an author just to kind of nitpick at their own creative mind because it's, it's so cool for, to meet creative people to come up with their own universes like I could never yeah being creative is is a talent that they keep practicing and getting good at so yeah authors we, we would love to have all right let's jump into some more bookish questions well, Anisha, what are some of your favorite genres? Okay, so I think in previous episodes, I've said historical fiction, obviously. Obviously, I'm, I'm a huge nerd that way. I love historical fiction books. I, th I feel like the genres that I always keep going back to are mystery thrillers, historical fiction, and then I do read romance books. I like romance books. I love a little bit of romance. You know, I've no romance in my life, so why not project it <laughs> on fictional characters like any other same person, single, does? <laughs> so, yeah, I just, I love books like that. You know, I love the sense of reading a book with a character with a wonderful personality. And I love historical fictions because they're just so beautifully crafted with the way they create and, like, the universe that these characters live in and tying it back to actual historical events and then mysteries i love a good mystery who doesn't love a good mystery solving something and figuring out who did it or that kind of stuff but what about you atifa what are your favorite genres um yeah look i would say that pre our book club i was so boring with my uh reading <laughs> i you know how you say you you go towards romance to uh, uh, to get what you're not getting out of um, life. I suppose I was reading a whole lot of like nonfiction, self-helpy type of books um, as I guess maybe a form of therapy and like oh how how can I talk to people? How can I become better? Um, when we met um, on exchange and we started talking about all our 
talking about books in general, how I figured like I've got quite a um, narrow uh, little thing of like genres that I read. It was very specific self-help at the time and like post book club, or I guess now during as well. Um, I I find it difficult to go through a self-helpy type of book without like cringing at how bad most of them are. Like some of the the ones that I can appreciate are the ones that are more based on like science and telling you how your brain works, how behavior and all of that works and how you can kind of uh, make it work for you. But most of them are so bloody cringy. And yeah, like I'm so grateful through our book club that I have been able to expand um, a lot of you, a lot of Anisha has rubbed off on me. I also love historical. (laughs) Well, because you're you're a you're a history person. Your background is in history. When we were um, when we were traveling and we were going to like museums and whatnot, Anisha was just like an encyclopedia. Like, oh, did you know that this person did this? And like, no, I didn't. Nobody knows that. That's what the plaques are there for. You read it. Anisha just knew. She was like, I had a free tour guide the whole time in Europe, guys. <laughs> and I had to pay a dime. She just chatted on her own. <laughs> I did. Yeah. So the kind of yeah, historical fiction has kind of be, become one of those things that I've learned to love as well through you. I guess the mystery elements as well. Like I'm just um I don't think I've yet figured out my favorite genres because I haven't explored them yet. And that's what yeah, yeah we want to do through this podcast as well. Just read things we don't normally read. I would say the genre that I haven't really explored much would be science fiction. And science fiction is kind Mm. of hard because some people take that so differently and like perceive it so differently. Like to me, science fiction would be like the heart, you know, medical fiction or a book that's super sciencey and way out of my, you know, wheelhouse. Like I wouldn't, I wouldn't include fantasy in that because to me fantasy is a whole different genre of itself and can have sciencey elements depending on what's written in it but I mean I enjoy fantasy but I can be picky with fantasy and the only reason why I would say that is I think I spend most of my teenage years reading like YA fantasy which I feel like is really popular now on TikTok if you like are on BookTok you see all these like YA fantasy books and I cringe so much because that makes me just think about Twilight and all of these like just book series that I read then and don't get me wrong I enjoyed it then but like rereading it now I'm like what what was I reading like this is so bad or this is just so cringy like oh teen me had a horrible (laughs) taste (laughs) for instance I think I I remember if anyone ever has read like the City of Bones series um, pretty sure they made it a TV show now because that's kind of the vibe now. <laughs> just make books into movies and TV shows and ruin it. Yeah, sometimes ruin it, sometimes make it better. It really depends because sometimes the books were bad, like Twilight movies. I enjoyed because they're so cringy to watch that you laugh at them. Like that's at least in my take. Like I, you know, no hate to Twilight fans. I am a Twilight fan too, but my view of it is just out of pure. <laughs> amusement out of like how the cast is I mean it's not even their fault it's the script's fault um it it just goes back to the first movie if you've ever watched the first movie at Twilight and then read the book Twilight you're like this is so cringy what was Stephanie Meyer thinking writing this (laughs) but yeah I would say science fiction is something that as a genre I haven't really read 
other than that, I feel like I've dabbled in a bit of everything else. What about like when you were, um, were, were you a, a big reader when you were growing up? What, what is your reading no. journey like? Oh, oh my gosh. Um, yeah. So I hated reading. I was forced to read as like, not even as a punishment, just like I come, so I come from a family of readers, at least on my mom's side. But when I was a kid, I hated reading because I feel like the books that my grandparents gave me were books they liked as a kid. So books from the 1940s that were fun then. And I'm like, this is dumb. I don't want to read about a, a book about a girl throwing a red ball. Like that sounds boring. Like give me some fun stuff. To me, I didn't enjoy reading until the sixth grade with a shout out to Mr. Gray, my sixth grade teacher. Hands down, one of the best elementary school teachers in our class we would have a like common read that he would read to us throughout the whole year. And he chose Percy Jackson, The Lightning Thief. First book I ever truly read on my own and like, tr like I chose to read and enjoy reading. I loved it. He read it in like class and I got a copy of my own to kind of read alongside. I love that book. I now own the whole series and some of the um, sequels and stuff. I love Percy Jackson. Like Rick Ryden was my first taste into reading and he kind of spawned my interest in Greek mythology and that's kind of when I started reading and everything books after that was all Greek mythology. It all makes sense now. You know, it, it spawned from there. Like I love Percy Jackson. I, I recommend it to anyone of every age because it's such a good book, beautiful coming of age story. It's so funny. And the, the characters are so alive that you just know them. That's my story. Yeah, You're not wrong. I, you have recommended it to me as well. <laughs> <laughs> to to everyone. you're like you know now that you say that um this is the first time <laughs> that you've mentioned this book series by this author which you know totally. anyone else out there news about the series is that disney plus has picked it up and if anyone who is a aspiring actor and wants to be involved they have open call auditions going on now and they accept any age between 12 to 16 and of any gender like I think Rick Ryden's on the cast and on the production team and he doesn't care like even though Percy Jackson was written as this like white pale black haired you know green eyed kid he's like I don't care they will have to capture the essence of Percy they don't have to look like him and I'm like you know props to him for doing that you know it, it opens kind of I guess the space for any person to feel comfortable auditioning for and not just feel segregated or rejected just because of how this character should look which is really cool yeah. but how did how did you get into reading a teeth or were you just like out of the womb a reader or <laughs> <laughs> no i don't think i was not out of the womb um memories come back to me i kind of gravitated towards reading as kind of like definitely as an escape for um a more interesting life than mine <laughs> Feel that. <laughs> Hashtag yeah. We didn't really have a whole lot of entertainment um, growing up. I, I suppose we weren't really that well off. There, there weren't too many things to do. But reading, I think I have memories of in early primary school. And I don't know what you guys call it. I would have been like, I don't know, 10. Yeah, primary, primary sure. school, elementary, same. Yeah. I yeah. So. I, I've got memories of like, I, I used to walk back from school to home and there was a library on the way and I would always like always make a stop and I remember going immediately through to the the manga section and I forget what what kind of books it was that I read I think there was some like Fruits Basket there was some Inuyasha <sighs> there was like obviously Sailor Moon Throwbacks. classic 
<laughs> all, all of these. Classics. And there were so many more. Most of them I've forgotten by now, like unless I see it. But so many of those that I went and read. And I think it might have been because there were some friends that I had who were also really into that. So we used to kind of exchange when a certain one of us got because mangas have all these, uh, what are they called, like volumes. And you want to read it in order, obviously. So when we got a particular volume, we'd kind of exchange it with each other. Well, yeah, that made it all the more exciting, being able to share your love of a thing with another person. Yeah, and kind of, I, I think I fell off the reading bandwagon. A lot of readers do, I think, during high school. Um, and high school for us is like grade seven all the way to 12 in Australia, mainly because reading is something that is kind of shoved down your throat as a an academic thing and like you've got to analyze it you've got to do all these other things so it's not you're not reading for the pure joy of reading and it was it wasn't until like recently that i've been able to pick back up on it after having a relief from the academic reading a little bit and wanting a little bit more it's been up and down my reading journey i would say based on like kind of journey wise the only time i fell off the bandwagon was when i went to college because I because of my major and background in history I had to read so many books for that and do so much research that I didn't have time to read for like fun for pleasure or whatever the most consistent time of my life that I ever read you know for fun was you know after sixth grade up to high school because I would read I would go to the library and just read all kinds of books and then if I really enjoyed them if I read them like two or three times I would buy that book because I knew I would read it again and, you know, there are books that I know, you know, front to end, you know, back and forth, I can quote stuff, I can remember the whole plot and certain character things or this one moment. Um, yeah, I mean, what kind of, in a say, like, are you a physical reader? Like, Atifa, are you the kind of reader? Who no, I'm cry? spiritual. Oh, <laughs> uh, like, are you the kind of reader who would like, cry in certain scenes or get so emotional that you have to shut the book? Or are you a laugh out loud reader? Or are you kind of just... No, I can't see what I'm doing, but I'm just kind of like calm face. I am, page. I am read under the blanket <laughs> until it gets really dark and have a little like light going on. That's the type of reader that I am. I don't, I don't think I express much emotion. It's more when I was younger, when I was like in my reading fever, it was just like finish it. Only thing I cared about was just finishing the book. It, it, it didn't matter how late it was. I think lots of reading uh, bibliophiles, I suppose we are, you do go through that phase of just blanket over your head, little light on in secret, <laughs> wanting 100%. to finish that book. I've read so many different positions under my bed, <laughs> hanging off my bed. Like, I don't know what it is. Yeah. When I was a kid, I would just like hang off my bed and hold the book like this. Yeah. As if, if, you know, maybe defying gravity would make the, <laughs> the feel different. Or I would sit in weird positions or I would lay down and read or lie on my side. I don't know. I just feel like I, I, I read in so many different positions. But I would say, I mean, I'm the kind of reader. I will cry for a book. I will get frustrated with the book, especially if I'm like, whatever point of view the characters are in I'd be like oh my gosh this character's being annoying Ugh. um yeah there have been books that have made me cry so hard that I I physically could not pick up the book and finish it and the kind of book that comes to mind is the kite runner mm. um I can't remember what the author's name is but I know it starts with the K uh oh, oh I can tell you the I can tell you the Afghan way of pronouncing it I, I say Khalid Hosseini how would you say, like, let's analyze that. I don't know. I mean, I, I can't remember how my, 
because I read it for school. This is the okay. thing. I didn't read this book out of my own personal choice. I read this book because it was a signed read for my AP lit class in senior year of high school. My teacher chose all the most depressing books <laughs> anyone could read at age 18 and said, okay, guys, this is like worth 10% of your grade. And I was like, oh, so traumatized. Like, obviously, those scenes that happened in the book. I remember coming back to school and everyone being like ashen and just being like, we all cried. The guys in my class were like, I'm traumatized. And everyone was like, I can't believe this happens. And she's like, that kind of just shows you guys how maybe ignorant is a strong word to choose, but like how small-minded we are of some of the things that are actually happening around in the world at this point. Just sheltered. Yeah, it's not about sheltered. you being small-minded. It's about just you being sheltered. Yeah, maybe that's probably the better word choice, but it just shows how sheltered we were in our, you know, privileged life of where we lived and our own accommodations. And we were all just shaken. But I loved that book. I thought it was beautifully written, but it made me cry so much. Like, reading those chapters, I remember taking, like, obviously, I read really fast. So I'd read it right when I get the assignment just to get my homework done. And I would just be like, okay, I can't read it anymore after that. I need a week to recover. But yeah, mm-hmm. I, I feel like I'm such a physical reader. Like I'll cry, I'll laugh out loud. I'll, I'll giggle. <laughs> I'll just, I'll, I'll, I'll get put on, like such a smile on my face reading something. It's like, what? who are you talking to? I'm not talking, <laughs> I'm just <reading>. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Anisha, that's the best type of reader is when you like, you express all your emotions right then and there with whatever it is that you're reading. Like, yeah. I, I love that being, um, I feel like reading is a a private thing though I I was gonna say I love watching people who are reading like that reading is a private thing you don't really do it in front of others it's a fun fun little story when we were traveling Europe together and we were going to all these like one of the stops we'd always make in all the cities in all the different countries we visited was bookshops because Mm. all of us wanted to get a book or to get something remember because I collected postcards so they usually sell them in bookstores as well and I remember I recommended you before we went to Paris to get the Phantom of the Opera, to read the book before you ever listen to the musical or watch the movie. Remember you got that book and you were reading it on the train. I was like, how is it going? You're like, it's interesting. I've never read anything like this. And I remember watching you read, but I don't think you ever saw me read. I think you saw me journal when I was on the train. Probably. I was always writing something down. You were doing so. work as well. Ugh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Studying. <laughs> work. But yeah, yeah um, that was so much fun though. Oh, good yeah, memories. Some good times in those bookshops too. Those were good bookshops. Bookshops are one of my uh, hands down probably top three favorite places to be ever. Used like, bookstores. Yes. Funky bookstores. And I mean, I don't want to say chain bookstores, like, you know, like at least in the US, Barnes and Noble. It's always fun going to Barnes and Noble, but it's so overpriced sometimes. I love used bookstores and funky bookstores because they're just like it's a whole different vibe like do you remember the one we went to in Paris I had the yellow old-timey telephone that she used to call (gasps) yeah yeah yeah. Yeah. (laughs) so the story behind that is for like a couple weeks as we were traveling I was trying so hard to find this Danish book which is like um it's like Huga which is um hopefully I pronounced it right (laughs) now to our Danish friends out there um it's kind of like, you know, happiness, like, you know, it's just the vibe book. And I was looking for it, like, 
just little book of Huga, whatever, everywhere. And it was either sold or they didn't have it. And when we were in France, which is like the last stop on our whole trip, we went to this really cool bookstore and she's like, let me check. And she used this old timey, like cool yellow telephone. She called like the other branches around and they're like, no, they don't have it, but it was just a cool thing. And she made me talk to them. And I was like, I don't speak French. They're like, she's, they speak English. And I'm like, are you sure? It was so funny, no, because she goes, she hands it over to you. She's like, hold on, I just need to do something quickly. If they, you know, if they can say something, this is what you're asking for. Like she completely gave you the responsibility. I was like, honey, I just met you. <laughs> it's like I when you're, I can't do this. It's like when your parents just leave you alone at the grocery store and like, I'm just going to grab something and do something really quick. And your turn is approaching anxious, anxiousness. Yeah, it was, you did good. It was, it was pretty, it was pretty funny, but we, we had a fun time just eating declares, walking around Spanish Harlem in Paris. Yeah, that was a fun time. Oh, <laughs> why did we have yes. to reflect oh, on this? So now I feel sad. Oh, no, no, no. Okay, so let's. Let's change it up a bit. So how we got the name. Um, the name was a hard thing. Mm. Our podcast name. I think we were just spitting things around at one point. We were like, we wanted to kind of capture the change in time zone. So I don't know if, I think we've said it before in previous episodes, but anytime we meet, it's always PM for me and AM for Atifa. Um, because, you know, she lives in Australia, she's an Aussie, and I'm an American, so I live obviously in, in the US of A. Um, <laughs> so you're trying to like find a name that captured that. So at one point we were the up and down <laughs> podcast and it sounded so weird. And then we were like book lovers or just, you know, corny stuff. And then I think you said something about AMPM and I was like, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait, 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 dots are, you know, flashes are going. And I was like, what if we are the AMPM bibliophiles? You know, we're both bibliophiles. And we're like, that's the name. It's a mouthful, but it's the name. We were so happy with ourselves. We felt so cool. We're like, oh, we sound so awesome. We sound so unique. <laughs> like, oh, come at us. <laughs> um, we, yeah, it, it was one of the highlights, I think when you're starting anything really those little milestones are the best like this 10th 100%. episode so proud of us it's just insane to think like a couple months ago we were like a podcast should should we do it us are we good enough are we qualified <laughs> no the answer is no but we'll do it anyways <laughs> yeah and to anyone else out there who kind of is interested in doing this just do it like there's no qualifications there's no one there to be like you need to you know be able to do this you know you need to be this type of person it's like just you're you are as a person are unique whatever you bring to the fold is unique and is cool to listen to so don't let any insecurity or anyone else put you down that in a sense that makes you feel like you can't do something because you can do it like with this podcast we had no experience going in nothing we were like what can we do what can we talk about books awesome check mark <laughs> it, no but the good oh. thing as well is it keeps us on that sometimes you fall off the bandwagon with reading like we said before but it keeps us in check it um it gets the two of us meeting essentially weekly and and chatting which we love doing um and it gives us a reason to read yeah and you know not only do we read stuff that we 
both tend to like, but books that we've never read before or have ever like thought about reading. So that's always fun too. Um, do you have any books that, you know, I guess that's on our list that you are excited to read next? Like it's kind of a little spoiler for you guys since we don't exactly reveal the episodes until kind of a couple of days before. Let's see. You know, um, I think in one of our previous episodes, I, I said something along the lines of when I read a book, I want it to have a little bit of substance, a little bit of trauma, a little bit of sadness. I think given um, like this last week uh, and the book that we were reading and kind of it's and what I was going through just with being busy in terms of life. I realize that that's not what I always want. Sometimes I do want just a really light read that is entertaining and puts me away. So I take back what I said before. Reading does not have to have be about sadness and trauma. It can be about just mind numbing whatever. I don't know you which know, are good things in life. It's even just the good things. Yeah, in life. yeah. There's there's something that we've got on there called the the lost apothecary. I don't know if it's a light read, but I think there are witches involved, and I'm keen. <laughs> We're always game. Anything about witches, witchcraft, Wiccan stuff, sign us up. Potions, I mean, we went to Harry Potter world, we're ready. Yes. <laughs> Teach me um, how to um, poison people. <laughs> um, yeah, that, that looks like a really cool book. Um, I'm, I'm kind of excited for that one. It's like historical fiction and a mystery as well. As right genres. up your alley. Yeah, I mean, I love those when I combine. Um, there's a couple books I'm kind of interested in. One of them is a biography kind of true crime it's called the five the untold stories of the women killed by jack the ripper and this is kind of a throwback to kind of books i sort of read um when i was in college obviously this is fictional since it's stories from people that were killed by a mass murderer but it's kind of cool to read something kind of macabre and it's victorian england so it's always fun times um other than that book i'm excited to read kind of poetry like I don't know if I I mentioned it earlier but I do like reading poetry poetry to me is really fun I really just like the it's such a different thought process I guess when reading poetry like when you read literature you just kind of enter into a different world in poetry I feel like it's more personal you're seeing someone else's world if that kind of makes sense like instead of entering a different world you're seeing someone else's world like their own personal world that they're projecting on a piece of paper which is kind of interesting so one of the poetry books or books that have poetry that i'm excited to read is break your glass slippers which is kind of inspired by um fairy tales by amanda lovelace and it's kind of this really cool contemporary contemporary non-fiction kind of thing it's very empowering and I thought that would be really cool, but there's a couple books on our list that just look really awesome. Like we have a horror book, some fantasy, um, a dark comedy. Mm. Love those. So it's exciting. You guys are in a real treat. We're gonna have a lot of fun. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we will. I don't know about everyone else, I mean, but we definitely will. I think the main thing with this podcast is yeah, we do review and kind of talk about cool stuff but hopefully it kind of interests you into reading the book on your own and kind of you know along with our own review because I mean this podcast in and of itself is just a glorified book review <laughs> by from two chaotic people um so hopefully it kind of interesting interests you into reading that book and 
if you have wrote the book, just be like, yeah, they write, I agree, kind of do thing. So I, I'd also love, though, to hear from um, our, our listeners hear what kind of books you're recommending, because w- when we talked about there was one point we talked about how we kind of select books, we both just put books that we're interested in in our massive list and then go through and see which ones that we can both get. Um, I remember uh, one conversation that we had uh, at one point, I was like, yeah, I I want to read more from POC authors. So one of the things that I look at is like people's names. If you're getting a very kind of white passing name, um, sometimes it does turn me off from a book because I know that, yeah, people of color, it's difficult sometimes to put themselves out there and market themselves. Sometimes you even have people changing their names to be a bit more palatable when it comes to like authors and whatnot. So I don't know, but there's a thing now, POC authors, I think do tend to talk a lot more about the sadness. So if you guys have any recommendations for books by POC authors that are a bit more lighthearted and fun, because that's a new thing that I want to get into, please, please recommend. Yeah. And the good thing for that is we do have some forums on our Instagram page um, in our link tree that if you guys are willing to put out some recommendations, you guys can fill out. We have a book recommendations form as well as a song recommendation form. Um, something that I know I've, I've created and I've talked about with the Tifa is a playlist for our podcast that just kind of have songs on there that are inspired by the books that we read. So it's any of the songs, if you do check it out, it's the AMPM Bibliophiles playlist. Um, All the songs on there are inspired by the books that we've read. Um, They are, I think the song order are in order of the books, like our podcast episodes. So you'll see, you know, there might be a couple songs like two for one episode or not but it's just songs that we either I think I know I've put down that I was inspired by when reading the book I'm that kind of person at least I don't know if anyone else is out there you listeners if you feel the same if you think of songs or playlists when you read um or like when you read a book you're like oh this would be the like soundtrack to it or this the song would capture the theme or whatever but um, we have a playlist and a song recommendation form but for anyone who wants to recommend any books for us to read and put on our list or recommend themes for us to do or books to check out or you know just like whatever we do have a book recommendations form in our link tree on our instagram for you guys to fill out and interact with us and let us know like what you guys would want us to do Books make me happy. Amen. I don't know why I said amen. I mean, yes. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I guess on, on that note, thank you um, for all of you who have stuck <laughs> through the 10 episodes. And we know not everyone has um, listened to all the episodes. Some episodes have done better than others. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, it, some of them be janky. We apologize. <laughs> We've had audio problems and, you know, the start's always rough, but I promise it gets better from here on out. <laughs> Hopefully. <laughs> we don't know yet. We'll make People it better. looks at me like, oh, don't promise them things <laughs> that we can't guarantee. No, we're, we're excited about this. Yeah. Thank you guys for listening. Um, keep on listening and please start interacting. We're lonely and we want friends, guys. <laughs> <laughs>
And on that note, see you guys later for our next book, next week's episode. Sorry, I don't know why I'm going on. Bye-bye.